Just a little quick announcement before we start the show. Uh, we've been nominated for uh, Best Podcast at the Adult uh, Australian Adult Industry Awards. Uh, we will put the link in the description to vote for us. Voting starts on the 3rd of March. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you enjoy the show and you enjoy us, we would love your vote. And, uh, yeah, thanks and uh, enjoy the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Sex with Cat and Mark. And today... We have Kay Manuel. She is a famous porn star that is actually a little bit controversial. So there's some stories here about you essentially having a scene with an actual Uber driver, not a fake scene, actual Uber driver. He ends up getting fired. There's stories of you getting banned from airlines. It's super interesting. So I'm dying to get into it. But Kay, welcome, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question before we get into the juicy details, is how did you get started? Because I was speaking to Kat earlier and she mentioned, similar to myself, you started at McDonald's essentially, but now you've ended up in this very successful career. So let us know in our audience, uh, what was the journey? All right, so I started at McDonald's when I was like 14. Um, I wanted to make money literally from the day I was born. So I was working at McDonald's for a few years, was pretty successful there and then Basically, I was just thinking, I was at school, um, I was 17 at the time, and I was on my laptop and I was thinking, what can make me more money? Because I was on like the pay wait, like pay of like $12.50, I think it was. Hang on, hang on, wait, wait, wait. You're getting 12 bucks 50 with McDonald's? $12.50, yeah. That's a lot. Dude, that, uh, I got ripped off. <laughs> I got ripped off. You, sounds like you got some preferential treatment here. I used to get paid like $4 an hour. <laughs> oh, no, I think you got ripped off. Yeah, I, mean, I did, yeah. yeah. I was 14, it was like a long time ago. But, but Okay, so I'm glad you're getting paid triple the amount I was. That's, I'm, I'm happy for you. But <laughs> you don't have tits, that's what it is. Yeah, do I, do I need tits? Is this what's happening? Is this sexism in the McDonald's workplace? What is going on? <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to make more money and I was just sitting there. I was like, what can make me more money? What sells? Of course, popped into my head. What do I love doing most? Having sex. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes. So I quit my job and started making porn. Well, not originally. I basically, I started with kind of like the nudes and just the ass photos, basically like what you would start off on OnlyFans and start building it up. And then as soon as I hit 18, started making porn, just like the amateur little like POV videos with my sexual partners at the time. And then obviously it started progressing into a little bit more showing faces, creating with other creators. Okay, hang on. You said when you turned 18. So does that mean you started before you turned 18? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Positive. All right, so you started OnlyFans when you were 17, is that right? Se- yeah, yeah. How, how, how young are we talking? <laughs> so yeah, uh, sorry, what did you say? Yeah, so you started when you were 17, OnlyFans? Yeah, I did start at 17. So I had a page at 17, uh, which is underage. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how do you feel about that now looking back? Like, is that something you change? Would you would you wait till you were 18 looking back on the situation? Or were you like, fuck it, I, I was happy with what I did? I would never change it for a thing. I love doing what I do. I've never hated it at any point. Um, it's definitely set me up for financially in life. Um, I definitely wouldn't recommend it to people, but mm. it's just what I've always wanted to do and I've done well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. For everyone listening, I guess, like our audience out there, you have to be really careful around these age brackets because I think something like porn only fans is if you're a 17 year old and you're putting content out there, like in that moment, you might really think this is what I want to do. But a year later, if you change your mind, now you've got all this stuff on the internet, it's really hard to come back from. So I think like someone like yourself who it sounds like from a young age, knew what you wanted to do. You, you're dedicated to it. You've made a career out of it. You're very successful. But I think for everyone else, you need to be a little bit careful in that age bracket for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's done well for me. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, don't, we don't condone that on this show. But yeah. I mean, you know what? Each of their own. I feel like a lot of, a lot of people probably. 
probably be a bit sneaky, I would say. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> but you, there's age verification, right? Like this is essentially how you got banned in the end. Well, I guess the, well, yeah. there is now. Was it? Was there not? Did they not verify? Like, back, well, this this is like a fair few years ago. This would have been when oh, the yeah. fans yeah. came out, so maybe there wasn't as strict back then. They definitely upgraded their verification and everything because it wasn't a huge thing being 18, being on the platform because it wasn't such a sexual thing at the time. At the time I started, it was more, they were just trying to get their brand out there. I think they'd been active for a few years and they were trying to push it towards cooking and personal training and obviously the industry, we just ran all over it. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah, I want to do some cooking. I'm 18. Yeah, sure. You don't need to verify me. This is fine. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, so you start up your OnlyFans, um, got 18, started going like the natural progression of OnlyFans, it sounds like. So you start off with just some pics and then some um, uh, POV stuff and maybe some solo stuff partners. But what point did it really start to take off for you? Uh, when I started doing the controversial type stuff, I think mm. TikTok definitely helped to get it out there, but all my current fans and people that like were following along with my journey definitely loved the whole random Tinder hookups. They loved the Uber driver, the different locations I was filming in. I just liked to be very different with what I was doing. Yeah. yeah Cause this that is, it's a very good marketing. Play, it, right? I think so. Cause and- you don't see that many people. Like I like even um, most of the people that I know wouldn't really do stuff with random people. Exactly. Like creators. Yeah, like, I've like other seen. Creators. Yeah, exactly. All the all the thing I've seen in the industry so far has been a lot of creator creator work. Mm. There's but so my question is: Was this a very conscious decision where you thought, okay, fuck it, I need to be different to everyone else. I need something unique. So I'm going to be a tad controversial and do it a bit different. Or was this just your personality where you're like, fuck it, this is how I'm doing things. This is how I like it. And as a consequence of that, you kind of developed some uh, some interest around it. Was it. A bit of, it was a bit of both, if I'm being honest, because like my marketing mind was telling me like, do things that are different to what everyone else is doing, like make waves. But at the same time, I also love all of this type of shit. Like, it's great. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like we're evolving in our way of how we watch porn. Like, we're going more towards the hardcore type of stuff. And taboo, if, I, if that makes sense. Like, we're all we're getting more open with what we want to watch and make and be involved with. <laughs> I want to talk about the, the Uber driver. Yeah. This is, <laughs> That's the, thing that I this is the most interesting shit I've fucking heard. So tell us more about it. Tell us the whole story. What happened with the Uber driver? So basically I was, I planned to make some content with another creator in a hotel room in Brisbane. Um, we did a live show, which was basically us playing, you know, in our lingerie and then obviously got a little bit more saucy. We finished doing that. We did some photos, like a little photo shoot, just a DIY one. Um, and then we decided we wanted to have a few drinks and we wanted to have a little bit of a party. So we did, uh, and then it was time to go home booked an Uber, hopped in the Uber, and basically I just couldn't shut up about sex and OnlyFans and what content. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, always, I always think about this when I'm in Ubers and I'm like with our friends and shit, like oh, we're the we same, we're always some- talking about sex and shit. And I'm always thinking like, I wonder what these Uber drivers are thinking. Oh, they would hear... They'd hear worse things. Oh. They'd hear some, some, some stuff. I just, I guarantee you, I don't have the best rating, and I'm sure that's why. Like, oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> All right. So, you guys are talking about sex, the content you made, being creators. Did he jump in and say anything at this point, or was he just like chilling? He was quiet. He was a great, he was a great driver. Eyes on the road, focused, <laughs> focused on five stars. <laughs> and then um, I basically just turned to him and I said, Have you heard of OnlyFans before? And he had said, he said, yes. And I said, have you ever subscribed or kind of been within the industry? Um, he said, yeah, I have actually. Not as a creator, but as more of a subscriber and a, a customer. Mm. And I said to him, do you want to make some content? And he took a little bit to respond and was like, what do you mean? I was like, can I suck your cock? <laughs> <laughs> and he- how, how did he react? How did he react to this? Like, just you're an Uber driver. You're taking these two girls home, and then next minute, there's a girl being like, "I want to suck your." You think it's my birthday? (laughs) (laughs) He's like pinching himself. Like, what? What happened? There was definitely a bit of a silence, 
and there was a tiny bit of a language barrier if i'm if i'm recall like i recall there was a bit of a language barrier at the time and um, mm -hmm. and he responded with yes Good and job. so he, we dropped my friend back to the hotel i hopped yeah. back in the car and that's when like the little TikTok video that um i made you can see me walking back into the car Hopped back mm -hmm. in the car he drove me to an alleyway i don't know where it was it was it was about <laughs> 10 minutes away it was probably closer to the bar down a dark alleyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think that's the same in every language. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm sure you could charade your way to I want to suck your dick. It wouldn't be too difficult. But yeah. <laughs> I definitely got a free Uber drive out of it as well. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm, I hope so. <laughs> Bloody hope so. But right, yeah, we next? got there, um, did the, all the consent forms and taking photos of the license and making sure that that was all consent there, um, which yeah. I don't know how I did that because I had, had a few drinks. But that's okay. okay. So you're still functioning <laughs> um, well enough to say consent forms. Exactly. He was sober, so it was fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so we hopped in the back seat, and the rest is history in a little video. <laughs> okay. So it was a it was a scene of you just sucking his dick, right? Or is this like, did it go any further? It was everything. It was <laughs> always. I think people need damn. to check out the video. All right. Where can you find this video at? Um, it's posted everywhere. It's it's not okay. hard to find. <laughs> okay. And was Definitely. it was it in the car or like was it in the alleyway? Or like, so it was in the car. Actually, it was in the car. It was in the car, and then like the back door kind of opened, so it was kind of like a bit of doggy, um, a bit of missionary, and then obviously I finished him off with a bit of head. Because <laughs> 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 oh, this guy was, must have been like, yeah. "What is going on?" Like, <laughs> did, did he? Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious. Like his mindset. He's like, thinking. He's thinking it's my birthday. That's is what he's he thinking. like number one? Is he married? Because like, is he worried? I should say. Is he worried that it's being filmed? And where this is going, because I, what I'm picturing is him like fucking thinking two things. One, what the hell? This is the luckiest day of my entire life. What the fuck is going on? And also two, <laughs> where is this going? And is everyone I know going to find out? I about feel it? like most guys would do anything to get their dick sucked, you especially with. Okay, well, I've seen a photo of this guy. Okay, and look, I, I'll just. I feel like he was thinking. I'm very lucky. Okay, there was a there was a big there was a big attraction. I, I'm not gonna here. yeah. Okay, I, well, yeah, the attraction I definitely didn't wasn't it. there. I didn't say it, but there is pictures of uh, him. If you want to know what he looks like, there is pictures of him like on the – there's like a little news article and you can see okay. his picture. And I think he was only thinking that he's very lucky. Okay, so did did he did he ever say that to you? Did he like thank you or something? Like, what, <laughs> Was he like, oh, my God, this is the best? Like what, I'm curious what went through his head. I want to know what he was thinking. It was kind of like the condom came off and then finished him off and then yeah. swallowed that. Went down the hatch. What a good guy. We love that on this show. Yeah, well done. We're, 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 we're pro swallow exactly, on this show. Exactly, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't not swallow. But, um, uh, respect. It's this real. Is, too. Hey, real hashtag real women. Oh, okay. yeah, real women right here. <laughs> real women swallow. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hopped back in the car and there was literally just silence. And I was like, because I was had a, had a few drinks. Oh, yeah, it's like, can you take me home now, actually? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Finish him off and it's like, all right, so... um. Take me home. Yeah. Okay. Question. Question. When when you opened your phone next and it came up with like Uber, how many ratings are you going to give this guy? What would you give out of five? Or what did you give out of five? I'd have to give a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is hilarious. I love it. This is I'm going to listen to this. Are we? Are we? Are we still friends with him? Like, are you? Is he? Yeah. Oh, we are. We're in contact. Oh, yeah. what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I, you should send him this. <laughs> we should get him on. He messages me from time to time on Snapchat, and he goes, That's "Oh, awesome. like we'd like to film film again." And I was like. Well, this was kind of a random thing. So, like, that's what oh the my subscribers God. Idea. K-Manuel and Uber Driver reunion yes, on the show. We get a reunion. <laughs> this is hilarious. So, um, so he, how did he respond to, because obviously this got out and people would have seen him and blah, blah. Like, so he sounds pretty chill about all this. He sounds like he doesn't give a fuck. No, he, he didn't. I'm assuming he was single. I'd never asked, but he still yeah. messages me to this day and I see all of his stories. He um, what a ledge. goes to church yeah. and does all of that. So. He's, he's, the, he's the Uber driver that got fucked what by a monster. What a, what a, a legend. Exactly. Yo, At that 
That's, that's legendary. I have so much respect for this guy. He's okay. famous. So then you obviously <laughs> filmed this and didn't think it was going to be a big deal, I assume. Like it was just another scene that you've done. And so yeah. when when did you start to notice that this was like picking up traction and then people were taking notice? It was basically when I started making TikToks. So mm. I did little snippets out of like walking to the car, the little Uber sticker on the car, um, touching his leg a little bit suggestively, a little bit higher on the thigh. And just I took a little selfie being like, oh, look what I'm doing. Kind of like the whole porn star thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> those and both videos got like over 5 million views. So oh, I had crazy. people I, to this day have people coming up to me in the clubs. Um, I know at uh, Cali Beach in the Gold Coast, one of the bartenders said, said to me the other day oh my god you're the uber driver girl and i was like that's awesome i want to talk about the the next one which is the hawaiian airlines mm-hmm. so uh from my understanding you uh did a uh mile high video <laughs> in one of the airlines and um <laughs> you got banned they found out yeah. So I was like, this is so funny. When we ask her, she looks like she's in trouble. She's I know, like, Yeah, that's enough. I yeah, feel I got like banned again. Right now. Sorry, like, yes. I got banned again. Oh, wait. Actually, wait, wait. Let's, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Are you banned off Uber? For, oh, good for that? question. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh? I'm not. Because he got he was fired, right? Or am so, I making that up? So he yeah. got banned. But you didn't yeah. get banned. So you got an Uber account. Correct. They just they oh. didn't know. Because I don't go by my real name, so yeah, right. Uh, so they didn't know who took the right. Okay, so he, do you so reckon Kate, he like? So you reckon he didn't snitch, right? Like, so they'll probably like who was who was the passenger? He was like, look, I don't, I don't give that away. Okay, yeah. I'm, no, I'm no snitch. I'm no Uber snitch. This guy's. I've just got respect for this guy. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. This guy just sounds like amazing. <laughs> he was compensated for the whole thing. So over time, I've made a fair bit of money off it. So I ended up sending him eighteen grand. Oh, oh wow. Yo. That's super sweet of you. Damn. Well, I guess she, well, she would have made she would have made a fair bit. From yeah, that but video, still, I mean, that's that's technically like not what she has to do. Yeah, right? so, that's so true. Um, okay, good on you. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's nice. Right. Hawaiian Airlines. Yeah, Hawaiian Airlines. This is. Let's it, go. I feel like I feel like we're the parents. What happened next? Yeah, huh? What, yeah. what, what did else you do? did you do? Okay, what happened on the airline? What did you do? <laughs> you better tell us because we already know. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I was like. <laughs> I was flying back from doing a shoot in LA and um, I was flying back business class. It was really nice. I was laying down, having a few drinks. As I as I do, we all know I like to have a drink. Mm. <laughs> and um, I turned to the guy next to me. So it was kind of like a, another anonymous type random hookup. Um, the guy next to me actually lives Sorry, in can, Brisbane. Sorry, can I, can I ask, did, was this like planned? Did you go in there thinking I'm going to try to find someone or was this just completely spontaneous? It was kind of like I wanted to do it, but I didn't know okay. whether I was going to be able to do it or not. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. So I um, had a few drinks and the, I talked to the guy next to me. Um, he lives in Brisbane and he's a um, like a wedding dressmaker. So I was like, Ooh. what perfect occupation to like film a scene with? <laughs> 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 I feel like he could have been anything, like a bloody baker or what a dog a perfect, walker. But what a perfect occupation a dog walker uh. made for that scene. <laughs> it wasn't because he had the seat next to you or anything. No, that was the perfect <laughs> occupation. No, I agree. I agree. I'd been implanting it into his head because I told him what I do for work and he was really nice. curious and interested and we just kept talking. We talked for about two or three hours before you actually I asked him oh, to wow. do it. Um, uh, and then we sorry, like sorry, waited. questions. I'm going to yeah. jump in. I'm so sorry. Uh, we was this guy attractive? I'm I'm just curious. Like, was this someone that you like? You would or mm. wouldn't you? Yeah, was he attractive or was he sitting next to you? Oh <laughs> uh, no, he was really attractive. I would would have oh, been okay. like bonus points. Blonde hair, blue eyes, right. built, which I don't, okay. I, which was really hard. Like with being a big boy, like ended up going oh, into those toilets. Crazy. You know how small those toilets are on the plane. Yeah, it was it was it was really hard to film. <laughs> uh, were you like? Did you have to like hold yourself up? I'm just thinking about the, the bathrooms in there. Yeah, give us some you, Were you like standing on the seat, or did you were you like airborne or being held? I was standing on the seat. It was such an unattractive looking position, but yeah, yeah. in the video, <laughs> just like like holding the camera like this, or 
he was holding it like piles like from his face. Like, right. Uh, okay, yep, so yep, his yep. face wasn't in it. Oh, that's um, it was to be honest. Yeah. It was a part, but it was mainly just okay. like a pulse, and you could see that we we're in a friggin' small confined space. <laughs> and is this video still available? Asking for a friend. Yeah, <laughs> they all are. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Okay, so you, you were chatting with him, and then you're talking for a few hours. So how do you bring it up? What did you say? Well, I was just like, have you ever filmed anything? Kind of like the Uber driver. Kind of, I guess I have like a, yeah. a questionnaire yeah, before I really get really yeah. into it. Yeah, she's a pro at this, at recruiting <laughs> randoms. <laughs> yeah, and just was like, would you be keen to do something fun in the bathrooms? And his eyes like lit up like he just oh, won I the lottery. I bet they did. <laughs> I bet they did. My high club, that's like everyone's uh, ultimate fantasy. Yeah, true. yeah. And so filmed it, posted it. Made a TikTok about it, and the airline found the TikTok. I don't know how they did, oh, but wow. <laughs> yeah, damn. So I got um, like I think it was forty eight hours after I'd posted the TikTok. So that I'd I'd gotten home about a week like before I posted the TikTok, and then a few days later I got an email telling me that they had found out that I'd done like an inappropriate like inappropriate <laughs> thing, like it's a jailable offence. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that the video needed to be taken down, um, and yeah. Oh, okay. So the video is not available. Well, the TikTok's it, taken down, right? The video is available. The, the TikTok's taken down, but the video's still up. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> How is that a jailable offense? Surely it's legal to fuck on an airplane. Yeah, that's surely. a good question. Is that a jailable it, offense? No, surely not. Like, I, think um, I think they're exaggerating. They're being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just, they just, they just cut. They don't get a, they don't get a piece of the pie. Yeah, they're like, next time, ask us. Okay, yeah, we're happy yeah. to do the same. Yeah, okay? just give it's us the cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit exaggerated. But you're banned from that airline. Yeah, I am. So I can't fly okay. Hawaiian Airlines anymore. It's really yeah. sad because I really love them. Yeah, that's a shame. You should have gone on an airline that you didn't like. <laughs> I guess like you would know. You I guess yeah, banned, I mean, you don't know if there's going to be an attractive exactly. gentleman who's that DTF. happens to be a wedding designer. Or something. <laughs> wedding just, yeah, exactly. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. All right, are there any um are there any other controversial uh, scenes, let's call them, that you've had take place other than uh, other than these two? I don't think as of yet. That's my next question. Do you have any ideas coming up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to spoil one here if you don't want to. Oh, no, but, but then someone will take her idea probably. Yeah. So it's up to you. Um, well, it's Do already filmed. Coming up? Oh, okay. Then oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so it. it's already filmed. It's ready to be released um, at a theme park. I can't Ooh. tell you which one. Oof. Nice. All right. <laughs> where, where in the theme park? Like in- On the ride? Oh, like, yeah. If it was on the ride, I'd be so impressed. Yeah, Holy no, shit. Me too. Where was it? Um, well, it's kind of like a two part series. So one of it was on the ride. Um, but it's kind of <laughs> like a, that? a two part. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like the, the easing into it. The, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, let's go to. It's like individual little pods. And so it's like a kind of bit dark and dingy. And um, they okay. actually caught me on the security cameras and stopped the ride. No way. So, well, okay. So the ride stops. <laughs> And then what happens? Do they like come and get you or some shit? Like, they, just, they just stopped it and there was like a loud beep. And then I don't like, I don't know whether it was for me, but they stopped the ride whilst I was doing the video. Were you like and then they said, or something at this point or like what, what was happening when they, yeah, when I was, yeah, I was going down deep. Okay. <laughs> giving them the- Okay, the guy, you know what, the guy was probably watching, drooling, and probably like, oh, like fell into the button or something like that. All right, so <laughs> unintentional. You, and then they come around. Do they come around or what happens, like, what, what exactly happens here? Yeah, the camera was out, flash was on and everything, but the pods were quite far apart, so the guests that were on the ride, the other guests, couldn't yeah. see a thing, but they okay. definitely would have been able to see on the security cameras, 100%. Okay, all right. And That's did you get kicked out then or no? Uh, no. Where does it okay. continue like, on to? So what, where do you go next? So you're on pods, sucking his dick. Well, where do you go? I'm, I'm invested now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> um, the next part is a bit of a secret until it launches. Oh, okay. You got me. Oh, yeah, you I, got me. I, I, <laughs> I feel like we've this before, it, um, before yeah. it comes out. I'm hooked now. I know what happens. <laughs> All right. This is cool. And you've done, uh, 
you, you've also, as we were mentioning, like you've had a couple of scenes that just weren't with creators, right? Like I, I think you, you had someone off Twitter and things like that. Yeah, was well, no, correct? Tinder? Or Tinder, sorry. Yeah, I've had, I've had both. I've had Tinder guys. I've had Twitter guys. Um, I kind of want to have a mixture of content and I want my fans to know that like have they you done do like, have fans. Have you done like a, um, I see some porn stars doing this, like a, a fuck a fan kind of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I did a little competition. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see a lot of people doing that. They actually seem pretty cool. Those competitions. How do you find the difference between, say, when you're like working with a creator and getting a scene, compared to some of these stories, like you know, one guys off Tinder or like um, Twitter, and like, do you find it, let's say, one of them more fun, one of them easier to do, one of them like more challenging? Like, what do you find the difference in actually like getting the content and filming it with you when you when you? I find like the more Tinder and like public guys that aren't creators that I work with, it's a lot easier to talk to them about boundaries and what you want to do because I am a little bit more in control at that point. Mm. Um, however, when I'm with a creator, I'm really shy. So I like will express my boundaries, but sometimes if they want to do something that I'm not really comfortable with doing, I'll just end up doing it anyway which is a, that's where I have to work on my own personal self. But I just find like with a Tinder guy, like I'll meet up with them. Typically I'll have been talking to them for a few days and like maybe we've gone on a date first, d- depending on like the situation and um, we'll go from there. And it's like really easy because obviously I know that they're attracted to me. They swipe right on me. Whereas yeah. with a creator, sometimes they'll only want to work with you because of your following, because they want to get their name out there um, or like, they want to work with the throat goat of Australia. Okay. Yeah, the throat goat of Australia. Throat goat, I, like I love that. So is that how – so the next thing I want to talk about is all of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you got banned off Tinder? Because uh, from my understanding, you're banned off everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Every platform. Um, I've, like, had 15 or 16 Tinder accounts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark's banned as well. Yeah. Rest in peace. Mark is also you. banned. I feel you. Yeah. I think the only platform I'm not banned on right now is Hinge. What? I thought you said what you were banned fuck? on Hinge. How are you not banned on? That is the easiest to get fucking banned off. Are you banned off Hinge as well? Of course I'm banned off Hinge. <laughs> like Tinder is questionable. Like, look, a lot of my students, right, they get banned off Tinder and shit. I've been banned once and I've been like, fuck creating a new account. But Hinge... That motherfucker have been banned off multiple times. Really? Like, Hinge, if you mention, like, by the way, I'm not looking for a relationship, it's like, ban. You know, what? it's really? fucking stupid. Um, My goodness. All right, so how well, the hell- Well, I'm looking for love, baby. I want someone to love me up. <laughs> how the- Okay, so she's like, I want true <laughs> I'll tell love, you, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, hey, porn stars can want cuddles too. That's true, but come hey. on. Like, how, how are you banned off Tinder 16 times? <laughs> And not Hinge. That's my question. So you're doing something right on Hinge. Congratulations. So do you want to tell us what exactly, what what are the things you're banned off? Because it's uh, quite a list from my understanding. Yeah, I'm banned on Snapchat. I've been banned multiple times on Instagram. Twitter, OnlyFans, um, YouTube. Um I'm just trying to think. I should have so had a what, list. What are you banned on? What are you using right now as your platform? Um, Fansly likes me. Um, Hinge likes me. Well, YouTube and is going to like you. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is going to like you. Um, exactly. So I want to just chat a bit about these bands. So I feel like people listening probably they think, you know, especially somebody that's not in the industry, they probably see a lot of people getting banned a lot of times. So I think people don't realize that that's someone's livelihood. Like these accounts mm, are 100%. how people make money and being banned off a platform, you can end someone's like livelihood really. Yeah. It's definitely been hard to like continue to rebuild different social media accounts. I know that obviously guidelines are put in place to keep people safe, but sometimes those guidelines are like, like controlled by bots and the bots kind of just delete you if they think that it's wrong, but it could just be something that's really simple. Like, actually just wearing a bikini at the beach and your your ass is like almost fully covered. Like you're wearing granny panties and you will still get fucking banned. Yeah, I've heard of people getting banned off Twitter and Instagram for for, for no reason, mm. literally just for no reason. Yeah, Snapchat wasn't yes. even anything sexual. I was not doing anything sexual on Snapchat and I randomly just got banned one day and it was like seven years that I'd had this account. It's my personal account um, and gone. Bye-bye forever. 
Yeah, it's so fucked up. There needs to be a better way to go about it. Because you're right, there's a balance between protecting people and having like reasonable guidelines. And then also making sure, as you said, like people that rely on this for a career aren't just being banned for no fucking reason, essentially, all the time. So yeah, it's a shitty balance. But you're on, you mentioned Fansly and what else at the moment? Pornhub and Hinge. Pornhub. Are you worried something like Fansly? Like... Are you worried about potentially getting a ban off there for any any reason like moving forward? Is that something you think about or you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to keep doing my thing? <laughs> I have read through every single sentence of their guidelines <laughs> uh, <laughs> to make sure that I follow yeah, every single guideline. I think you're at the guideline. point where you have to. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I can't fuck around now. <laughs> at, this point, at this point in the industry, you need to make sure that you have all your consent forms in order, um, all the proper verification that you need to be able to legally post that content. So I brought over here to America, which I'm now in Hawaii, I brought like 25 consent forms. Cause I was like, just in case I need that many, like I've got them there, ready to go. Damn, what is your plan, oh, yeah, I feel like, do you just like keep them, carry carry them around like in your purse? Like night out, got my car keys, my lip gloss, oh, got my, my consent, consent right forms. Here. <laughs> there you go, I love it. But that's clever though, because especially if you know that you're going to be making content with potential random strangers yeah. that you meet out. Yeah, you've got to be prepared. You've got to have yeah. those, those, those condoms. Yep. And condoms, the, consent forms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's clever. Yeah. Uh, but she's being she's maybe being good now to, though. She's trying not to get banned. Maybe I need to add that bands. to my list of yeah, shit that I take should, out. Should, on the night. <laughs> I don't know, add, add that with, with my, my lip gloss, my breath mints, and my consent forms, <laughs> <laughs> and my pen. No. Oh, I would love to see that. That's so funny. Uh, us now when we go out this weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, what are those? It's like I see you, the guy before the sign you. in your consent form. I see form. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! No, we love that. All right, we so it's good. You've been show. a good girl now, okay? So no more getting bands. Of, uh, of, we like fansly, okay? <laughs> we love fansly. Fans. We love we love consent <laughs> forms. <laughs> can, can I go? Can I go to the idea of consent? Because you did mention that when you're shooting with creators, and I think this is not only a creator issue. I think this is a like women's issue just in general, or really everyone, but especially women, because I feel like they will have more of a difficulty being assertive with their boundaries. In the fact that, you know, it's a lot easier, you said with a Tinder guy, you feel like you have, let's say, uh, I hate using the word power, but you got the power in that situation, you know what's going on, you can be assertive. When you're with a creator, you mentioned sometimes like, uh, I'm not really sure if I want to do this, but they've kind of wanted it and fuck it, I'll just say yes and go along with it. Have you thought about ways to help you in those scenarios? So when you are with a creator, that you do have more of an ability to be assertive about where your boundaries are and what you do and don't want to do? Typically, I'm like an open book with whatever I want, like with what I film. So I do try and push myself. And that's kind of why I think I've just kind of gone with what like other creators have just said. Like, if I'm not as comfortable with it, I'll still do it because I want to experience more things. And I think that's Mm. also what's about like what's great about the industry. It gives me the opportunity to do that. But if it was something that was like really out of my comfort zone and it was like, I'm not comfortable doing this with that particular person or at that particular time in my career, in my life, I really don't know. And that's something I've got to kind of learn myself, kind of do a little bit of research on. Just on the topic of uh, creators and um, consent and all these things, uh, you were telling me recently about a horror story that you had with a creator in the States recently. Yeah. So um, before I came over, I kind of reached out to a few people on social media. I was following people. Um, and one happened to actually follow me and DM me first. Uh, and he co-founded one of the biggest porn in, um, companies in the world. Uh, basically he messaged me saying, oh, let's film some content. Let's hang out. Let's have some fun. I had just driven into LA and I was about to take a shower and he said, let's hang out. I said, oh, let, let me put some makeup on let me have a shower and be nice and clean. Um, and he said, oh, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about the makeup. Let's just have some fun. Let's not film. So it was a little bit unprofessional at that point, but I was really attracted to him. I was like, you know what? He has a name within the industry. He could potentially get me places like opportunities. Anyway, had a shower, put a dress on, went downstairs, went to the bar, had a few drinks. I only had like two drinks by, at that point. Um, and then he booked a room and he headed over. 
Um, then I met him, everything was great. Uh, we went and got a drink at the bar. Um, we were sitting next to each other. So I was kind of like looking into his eyes and just chatting with him. I wasn't really watching what was happening with my drink because I felt safe with him. He was within the industry. We'd had a, a fair, fair bit of chat. So he wasn't just yeah, a random guy. You'd assume someone that's the owner of a porn company would be somebody that's safe to, to you know, hang out with or do business with or whatnot. Yeah, well, I was I was so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like I would probably say like one of the two top porn companies I've ever like heard of in my life. Um, like I've wanted to be on that channel since day dot. Um, so I was really excited. Anyways, had that drink and then he decided, oh, let's head back to my room. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Basically, from the time that I stood up to the time that I got back to my own hotel room, I don't remember at all. Um, apparently we did film some content, um, and I messaged him the next morning being like, Hey, I have a question. Um, did we film any content while um, we were together and it took him two days to respond. He read message, but didn't respond for two days. And then I said, can I see the video? He didn't even reply with yes. And so he sent me the video and basically my eyes are rolling back into my head as we are filming content. Um, and I looked at that video and I was like, wow, like I don't remember anything from this. Um, and I got back to my room. I was with a friend and she said I couldn't, like I was slurring my words. I couldn't talk, but I was like completely there. I was, But I was slurring my words. Like it wasn't like I was drunk. It was a very different type of drunk to what I've ever experienced. Um, and then the next morning, everything was fine, completely fine. I didn't even have a hangover. Um, had a shower, everything was great, was heading to Universal Studios, so we went down the elevator and I just started profusely sweating, like you could see the drops of sweat coming off me. We hopped out of the elevator and I was like, I'm going to vomit, like this is really bad, I'm going to vomit. We went to find a bathroom and everything just started going black and I collapsed on the ground. I don't know how this long I was so out. Scary. But, um, yeah, I, did, I got back up and I was like, no, I'm fine. anything? Like, did he, like, I don't know, like, I don't even, like, I don't even know. Like, did he say anything about it or? Sorry? Like, did he, like, did he say anything about it? Because, like, that that's no. like, just, it's so fucked up because especially he filmed, like, with you. Yeah, so he well. knows, he, would have been he knows all of that. Content. He literally deals with it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. So it's yeah, uh, I'm yeah, sorry to hear so that, by the way. It's, it's a fucked up experience. And so then you I got collapsed with your friends. And then, yeah, what happened next? Yeah, I got back up. Um, I, like, stood on this little, like, just held myself up. And then my legs gave way and I collapsed, hit my chin and hit my head on the ground. And then at that point I had all hotel staff around me that were calling ambulances. I As soon as I heard them say, oh, we've called the ambulance and um, we've got the fire brigade coming, my head came up. And I was like, I cannot go to hospital. I'm Australian. I cannot afford this. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, they came and checked me out, did all my vitals, and they they wanted me to go to hospital so they could do further blood testing and urine testing to find out, you know, what yeah. had caused that. Like, it could have been dehydration, but then they further went through the cameras that night, and um, yeah, it had happened. So he they they caught him like they they saw with the cameras that he like drugged your drink or essentially did something along those lines? Yeah, they saw something happen. They didn't see like anything go in the drink, but they definitely saw a hand go over the drink. Mm. Um, and obviously <laughs> they, they wanted me to go and file a report, but um, I just haven't gotten around to doing that yet. Yeah, and that's okay. Do it in your own time, right? Like. Uh, yeah, that, that should be your decision when you're ready to do yeah, that. Yeah, this is so scary, but it just shows that you can't really, especially in this industry, like just because a creator is famous or owns a company or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's safe to work with, which I think a lot of people would assume, oh, okay, this person has a lot of followers or they have a really successful business or whatever. That means that they're safe to work with and I can trust them with, you know, my drink or whatever, which you would just, I, I've never even, I've never thought about this on set with like another creator, of like, oh, not. I have to yeah. watch my drink. Yeah. But I mean, that just shows that you, yeah, you just because someone is super famous or whatever, that doesn't mean that you can trust them with, with things like that. 
So yeah, yeah well, I, a, thank you for sharing your story on here because I no. think it's important for people to know that, yeah, just because a creator, and to be honest, we've heard a couple of bad stories on this show about yeah. people having really bad experiences with really famous creators. And yeah, just just because someone's famous doesn't mean that they're safe to work with. I definitely thought that the industry over in Australia was a little bit more tarnished than the American one at that point, at this point. Uh, like, but coming over and actually having that experience has definitely changed my perspective, definitely put some walls up and I'm probably not going to be doing so much as like amateur content. I would probably more be like turned towards doing more professional in a studio with contracts. So you're going through and listing everything that you're comfortable with and how comfortable you are, like what, like how hard to do something and so on. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good point you make. Um, because there's two sides to this. I mean, one, you'd never expect this to happen. And I think like even girls going out to clubs, like when they meet guys, it's, it's still something a lot of time, like people don't even expect. And obviously it's like no blame to any girl that's ever been through something like this whatsoever. But at the same time, it's also like, okay, how can we protect ourselves as much as possible from anything like this happening? And I think the advice um, that you mentioned around like having contracts and things like that, like back to what you spoke about, about being assertive with what you want with certain creators. I think that's a good idea. Like having, before you even get there, like a rundown of exactly what the scene's gonna look like, yeah. what you don't wanna do. And then for yourself, make sure that doesn't change because you might get there, you might start out and then the creator might be like, oh, how about we try this? I think it'll be great. And in that moment, you might be at that maybe stage and it's very easy to like concede and be like, yes. But the way I think about consent is you, you should never, um, work up right like you should never be like oh let's start and then see where we go with this it's like whatever you can center with the beginning that's it right so even when i'm with a girl like outside of you know any sex coach or anything like that you know for example like if you try it anal before she's like oh i don't think i'm ready okay fine if we're fucking and we're like halfway through sex and she's like i want to try anal now my answer is going to be no it's like you're making this decision based on how horny and everything you're feeling right now and you haven't really thought through this. We haven't spoken about it. We haven't done anything. So even something as trivial as what some people might think is anal, it's like, I wouldn't consent up. I wouldn't work my way up. And so for any creators and even for yourself, I think like if you have that contract that you spoke about, you know exactly what you want to do. And then when you get into that scene, if they're like, oh, I wanted to, you'd be like, no, look, this is what we agreed on. Maybe next time, right? If you want to shoot again, maybe next time. But right now, like this is what we've agreed on. It's what I'm comfortable with. And I think that makes it a lot easier to see this is what I want without feeling right. like you're being a nuisance or without feeling like you, you, you know what I mean? It's, it just makes it a lot yeah. easier if you have it set. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Should we make a, turn this to a bit more of a positive note? Yeah. We went for an <laughs> amazing Uber story to something very serious, but on a, on a but serious no, note, we need to talk about I'm these glad, serious yeah. things though. And I'm, people need to yeah. hear that because glad you shared it. Sure. Um, especially people that maybe are not in the industry and they just say, oh, yeah, all these people are having, having sex and it's all fun. No, it's, it can be serious and, and dangerous sometimes too. It's it's not all, it's not all oh, fun it's and sex. It's pros and cons to the industry, 100%. Yeah, There's a lot exactly. more cons than you would ever think of when you're joining the industry. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah, there really is. Um, I think people don't, don't realise um, – don't realize that when they jump in, they're just like, oh, sex and money, how fun. And it's like, oh, sex and money is a very small part of it, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah. Let's talk about dating. Do you date much? So, okay, you said you're on the apps and you want you want cuddles. Listen, she's she's, looking, for she's cuddles. looking for love, she's okay? Looking, <laughs> if there's any dressmakers out there that are looking for love on Hinge. I've been saying for ages that we need like a dating show that's like sex workers only. Like Love Island, but there just should all be porn a stars dating and app. shit on there. Yes. No, not an app, a show, a like show. a TV Ooh, show. I'm in. Like Married at First Sight was all, just throw all the porn stars on it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I reckon that would be a good idea. All right, we're um, starting to anyway, yes. <laughs> so dating yeah, do, you, do you date much I guess well um, you're 21 though I guess still early days but yeah tell us about your dating life uh yeah it's good I'm kind of just doing my thing um if guy wants to go out we go out if we vibe we vibe I definitely have some things that like I search for like they need to be at least six foot like I can't do anyone under six foot because I'm five yeah five. I'm the same six foot is the minimum yeah. How tall are you? Uh, six one. I'm just, I'm you, just ticking off this list you, as we are go. You, are you sure you're six one? Do you want to get out of measuring tape, motherfucker? <laughs> no, yes, Mark, Mark is one. pretty tall. Mark All is right. pretty tall. So tick. All right, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't make wedding so dresses. How are you to alone? Should I, should hey, I, should I'm, I leave? Just, I'm just listening to the list right now. Okay? That's all I'm doing. Right. <laughs> Six foot, keep going. <laughs> um, they need to be okay with sex work. Like, it, obviously, there's boundaries oh, and there's yeah, it's okay. I'm okay with sex work. <laughs> And there's give and take in like every relationship, but that's definitely something that I kind of need. So whether if they wanted to be kind of open, I would obviously be happy with that because I wouldn't ask someone to date me or be in a relationship with me if I'm going out and sleeping with other people, regardless of whether it's for work or pleasure. Because obviously I don't, well, I don't get pleasure out of filming. Um, but, you know, I'd obviously still see from their point of view. Yeah, no. we love open relationships right, on open this show. Tick, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you find guys? Where do you? Okay. So, yeah, I have, I have a couple of questions about this. So, firstly, is like, where do you find guys? Is it just on dating apps, um, or is it like out in the wild? And secondly, like, do you have on your like Tinder profiles like throat goat of Australia? Is that? Do you tell people that? Is um, <laughs> like, I have uh, my Twitter linked in the bio, so they'll go oh, to my Twitter. Okay. And then so they, 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 they probably see more, more, more than they. Yeah, they love it. They all <laughs> I'm like, oh. I definitely get a lot of sexual messages though, and it's like kind of a bit of turn off. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm doing it to myself. I put that, like, I put that username in there, so it's fine. Like, yeah, that's there. that's the hard part is is guys don't have any calibration around that because it's it, it's hard for a girl to be open sexually without guys thinking that means you can be sexual like right away from the first fucking message. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's a tough balance between the two. So how, um, so how, how do your dates look like then from Tinder? Like what are your challenges that you find with it? What are the things that you find is a good thing about coming from the, the sex work industry? Do you think like a lot of guys have a problem with it? Do you think guys enjoy it? Like what's your experience been so far on your actual dates? Um, most guys I feel are very open to it. I think, mm a lot of my past partners have actually really liked and enjoyed that they know that other guys really want to fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in Sydney with my ex-boyfriend at the time and he literally sat in the living room while I filmed with um, another guy and a girl. We had a threesome, a, did a threesome scene and he just sat in the living room and I came out and it's the first time I'd ever kind of done that around him. Um, and it obviously was very new for us as a couple, I went out halfway through the scene. We kind of just paused and took a break. I was like, "Is everything? Are you okay with this?" Like, just making sure that he was co like comfortable. Well, as comfortable as you can get. And he was like, "Yeah, it's fine." He's like, "I, I can hear you having a great time. Like, I kind of want to join in." <laughs> and I was like, well, "Another consent form." Yeah, you go. yeah, it's right. I got my consent form in my purse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, whipping out my bra. <laughs> he made me count just so that he could cre like create with me. Um, but oh, his account guy. hadn't been approved at the time. And so I was like, well, let's just wait for another day. Like I hadn't, hadn't talked to the other guys about it. And it kind of was like a, we'd already yeah, pre-planned and talked about what we wanted to do. How does it work with like creating stuff with a partner? Like, do they still need an account and all the consent forms and stuff, even if they're your partner? Good question. Um, you can have one or the other. You can have either like, an account. Make, I've made lots of home movies with ex-boyfriends. <laughs> they're not online, <laughs> but like. But, but that's what people do, right? But like, we never had consent forms. So we're just like, hey, let's film us. I guess if you're going to put it anywhere. And then watch it. Yeah. I guess if you're going to put it anywhere, yeah, that's okay. when the consent comes in. I guess if you're just. I have a question for you. That's fine. Yeah. Do you have any videos? Me? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got. So I filmed maybe seven scenes for a sex coaching product that's coming out 1st of June. So yeah, I, I do have scenes, but they're not, um, they're a little bit different to like, let's say a porn scene in the fact that it's me trying to explain concepts. Yeah, it's like so, instructional video. <laughs> exactly. So one, one scene, for example, um, might've been like orgasm denial. So that whole scene is about orgasm denial and it's a very organic scene. So it's one of the girls that I've been seeing and I tell her, I'm like, I don't want you to perform. I don't want you to fake anything. I don't want this to be like, this isn't entertainment right here. It's educational. So it's a more, I guess what you'd call like realistic um, scenes that I do. So yeah, I've got about seven of them in the in the product that I'm releasing. Well, there we go. We've got another creator on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling Mark really for ages. Form. I've been telling Mark for ages. I was like, when are you going to do OnlyFans? But um, yeah, we have we have said maybe we'll do a, a – we keep getting asked, is there a cat and yeah. Mark video? Maybe one day. Oh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for 
suspense. I'm really yeah. waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, we got, got a, a lot of messages. Yeah, we do get. I do, I do get a lot. Maybe of messages. Maybe when we hit like a certain threshold, you know. I've, yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, when we get x amount of subs. Yeah, we're, exactly. We'll release, so everyone, yeah. if you want a Canon Mark yeah, video, subscribe, subs- <laughs> like and subscribe and share our YouTube channel. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the way. Should we put like a number? Like if we get to X number, that will do it. Yeah, we should think of a number. We yeah, come we'll, we'll come up with the number. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it out there. And if we get to that number, we're going to cut it off the video. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely subscribe to see that one. So let's go. Let's get it going. <laughs> right. Fuck it. We'll need you to can help it. us film it. Exactly. You'll need to come up with the idea. Like, I like the theme park. We'll need something similar to that. You know, we're going to do it at church we'll or something. Fl- so, Kate lives on the Gold Coast. So, we'll have to fly out of the Gold Coast. We'll have to go to a theme what about, park there. What about a yacht? Yacht, yeah, yacht could be interesting. Yeah, yacht could work. Oh, yacht yeah. social. Yacht so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be my first time fucking on a yacht, but it's me with a camera this time. Oh, so. my God. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Mark uh, loves a little bit of public sex. Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, my next question is, so well, other than, like, maybe boyfriends and stuff, do you have much sex outside of work? Like, would you – are you the kind of person that would just meet a guy out at a club and then be like, hey, let's let's, let's, go. Let, let's go home? No, I'm not really, um, only because I want to protect myself and protect the others that I work with. So, realistically, like, I'll probably have, like, two sex- – like, one sexual partner a month that's not a creator um, – and right afterwards or before I do a scene, obviously I would go and get tested as normal. Um, but it's only kind of just to ensure that I'm staying safe. And then obviously when I'm working, I'm safe around others. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but sorry. I do love having sex, but it's just, I can't, I can't risk that unless I like, they've shown me the papers. Like, you know, they got tested yesterday and they've got their results two days ago. Like, let's go. Yeah. Which a lot of guys from a club. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. yeah. They're not carrying, they're not carrying around their consent forms and, yeah, and uh, their testing test results, their recent two weeks test results. Yeah. <laughs> like how, um, yeah, exactly. how porn stars do it. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other Yeah, I've got questions? a list. I've got a list. Okay. Ready. Well, my, my next question was going to be what's your, what's the worst collab story? But I feel like we've already heard the we've, worst collab story. We've definitely story. heard the worst collab story. Yeah, yeah when it comes down anybody. to <laughs> sexual fucking assault and drunk people, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah a pretty bad me. collab. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Best tip for good sex. This Ooh, is what I like. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a good. I think we are from asked, the throat goat myself. Yeah, yeah. From the throat goat myself. Yeah. So what? What's your like number one tip to any man or woman? I guess listening, that's like, oh, you know what? I want to want to have better sex. What, what's what's the best tip? Not even just for creators or whatever. Just what makes good sex in your eyes? For me personally, it's them asserting dominance. So, kind oh, of like you know, that's <laughs> another tip. Yeah, I'm just uh, exactly what I was thinking in my head. I was like, all right, sorry, keep going. <laughs> Yeah, it's like dominant. So the hand around the throat, the like telling me I'm your little slut, like spit in my mouth, like do those dirty things. Like, oh my god, we got a lot of ticks. We got a lot of ticks happening right now. Chat is what's going on. All right, so you sound perfect. Um, So, so tips to the guys would be be a little bit more assertive, um, be a little bit more dominant. Obviously, like with that consent with the girl. Uh, What would you? They've got my consent in in that way. They've got my consent to do like as. Much as they as want as to me, like I've been, slapped, I've been slapped until I've bled before. So, like, let's go. All right, you sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, this, yeah I was gonna say you've done so, that before. So when are you coming to Sydney again? When is this Saturday? <laughs> so, all right, listen, I'll see you Saturday. Okay. Now, to the to the girls, what tips would you give to women? To as the, a twerker, to, sorry, to women. <laughs> yeah. To- what. What tips would you give to women listening? Yeah, top to this? tip from the throat goat. <laughs> what's your what's your throat goat number one tip? Practice with toys so mm. that you can get a little bit of a deeper throat. Deeper understanding. Yeah. And start to get lower and lower. And when you gag, just kind of like picture something else. Don't think that you're sucking a dick. Like I know when I'm kind of on the bed and I'm getting throat fucked. So like I'm laying and my head's falling off the bed and they go and hmm. I, I like look at something specific on the wall or around me that's not moving and I just like stare at it and I Fuck, like, just so don't move and I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> how many 
many times have I told you that sucking dick is hard work, man? I understand. Men don't understand. I appreciate you women, okay? I think you're amazing people. It's great. You do a great job. Um, No, I like that mindfulness of of getting your mind off it essentially and like focusing on something else. Uh, Do you ever – so you said like you're not thinking it's a dick. Is there anything that you think is down your throat? Are you like, oh, I'm just – I don't know, casually eating a cucumber. Is there any other visualization that goes through your head to uh, to get a bit deeper understanding of sucking dick? Not really. No, I know. just I focusing just on the world. And like, I, I, I love no. doing it. Like it's a hobby. Yeah. So like I could, I could do it's that a shit. Hobby. What, are, what are your hobbies? Uh, well, you know, hiking. Getting choked, yeah. slapped into a blade, <laughs> being dominated. Cooking. It's, it's like, okay, perfect. All right. DJs. Yeah, I love to swallow. It's like, okay, it's just, it's perfect yes. you just brought to the yeah. show. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. So any girls listening uh, that, you know, uh, or that follow you and that are like, you know, Kay's amazing or that want to start doing sex work or whatnot, uh, what's your top tip for anyone that's starting out or thinking about starting? That's, that's over 18. That's, that's over that, 18. That's over 18. We don't, yeah, we don't <laughs> do that on this show. <laughs> to the legal-aged yes, adults listening yes. that, you know. Which it's it. We're having yeah. to get into it. Um, I would definitely say start small. So kind of start with very basic and work your way up. So don't just start with creating porno straight up. Start with some like, you know, teasing and um, definitely when you're wanting to create with other creators, maybe like make, make sure that they're kind of that verify creator. Um, you have a good communication and you feel safe around them. Uh, my first ever creator was amazing. Um, his name was Car- Carol King GC. We kind of sat down for about an hour and we got to know each other, which was amazing because it was my first time. I was really nervous. I was shaking and like he was, it was his uh, second or third collab and he was also really nervous and we we're both really shy people. So we got on really well, like kind of started off really, huh? And then obviously grow on each other. Um, but yeah, I guess my tip is just start small, work your way up. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's I feel I feel like that's um yeah, that's a good tip. That's kind of how I did it as well. Like, you know, start with um yeah, a bit of lingerie, bit of then like topless and <laughs> kind of just goes up from there. But yeah, no, that, that that's a that's a good tip. Um well, my last couple of questions. Uh yeah, so got two questions left. So firstly, so what what's your what's the what's the plans after for life after sex work? Is there going to be a life after sex work? Is there I don't know, other other plans, future plans? Yeah, I definitely um, see myself doing sex work for a long time, but I also want to have a plan B behind me. Um, I just know what my family's taught me, that they weren't really amazed with the whole idea of sex work. I'm kind of the black sheep of the family. Um, They're all happy for me making the money that I do, but they kind of are a little bit like, oh, don't really want to hear too much about it, which is fine. I'm more than happy with that. As long as they're okay, you know, with with it. Like, they kind of just don't want to hear it. Um, So I would definitely want to study a uni degree um, and get like get a uni degree um, and just set myself up with a plan B just in case anything was to happen. That's interesting. What would you study? Yeah, what would you do? Any ideas? Oh, I don't know. I, I definitely would love to be a surgeon, but I don't know if I have the uni. <laughs> <laughs> the uni. surgeon? <laughs> yeah, I surgeon that. or a nurse. I don't know if I have the, the mental capacity to be going to uni like every day and just like, putting all into yeah, it that's so I'm up to my third degree so <laughs> it is it's very intense <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um definitely the sky's the limit at the moment um I yes. had a yeah good work and you day. know write it out like you're on a high just write it out <laughs> that's it yeah yo I got a message today and I was so excited I, I messaged you and I was like oh my god he messaged me it was like the highlight of my freaking my year so far oh so you, I did, come yeah, you did yeah you did <laughs> you did. You got a um. You uh. Kate today got a um. Had like a very big creator from the oh, states message okay. her being like, "Hey, let's work together." All right, let's go. And she's like, "No," but she's like, "Fuck my life! I just left." Oh, you just oh, okay. Well, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could do a trip back. No, you'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we're planning days. a a Kay and Cat America trip. Maybe Ooh, that's on American the cards. Tour. Fuck yeah! Maybe. I might see you over there. I'll be there in June. So. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark loves America. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, lastly, uh, your boobs, you just got them done. 
They do. look amazing. Do you want to do you want to give a little shake or something? Oh, uh, do you want to see them? <laughs> I, I think Mark definitely wants um, to see them at this point. For, I think Kat really wants to see them for sure. Right, yeah. I'll take speaking one for, the for team. Kat, I think yeah, it's yeah. like I I wouldn't mind either way. <laughs> All right, this is some nice. Okay, so <laughs> Kay, I'll, I'll be seeing you Saturday. Okay. We'll <laughs> Sold. All right, Mark well, is sold. I'll message you after. I'll see you Saturday. All right. <laughs> they look great. They they, they, they look, look great. great. And um, I'm very sad that uh, everybody watching will not get to see that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you all, all right? Everyone. I'm lucky. <laughs> Guess what? My video ain't blurred. Okay. If you want to see, it, you got to go to Fansly. That's yeah, that's it. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mark, you can pick me up from the airport. I arrive at 8 p.m. <laughs> all right, perfect. I'll I'll see you there. I'll see you there. 8 p.m. Done. Do you have any? Do you have? Do you, do you have anything? Uh, any? <laughs> Kat, you're more speechless than I am. Uh, no. My last question is: Where can people find you? So you mentioned Fansly. What? What should they look up? Um, just my Instagram, which is official K Manual with two L's. Yeah, it'll be linked in the description. We'll yeah, throw perfect. everything down there. All right. So yeah, if anyone wants to see some Uber driver antics, you getting banned from an airline or uh, anything, anything else along yeah, those well, lines. Yeah, well, both the videos then, are still uh, available. check it out. Yeah. So. All right. well, soon to come, Marcus. Say it again. <laughs> soon to oh, come, Mark. Soon to come, oh, come K and Mark. That's true. That's true. There might be some more content coming after you guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Bring some consent forms on Saturday. All right. Okay. Thank I'll you so much up, for jumping uh, on. I, uh, I appreciate you. It was fun talking to you. It was, it was very interesting. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you Saturday, 8 p.m. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries.